Welcome to season two of the 52 Weeks Podcast. A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily. Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why, hello, Steph here in 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life. I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture. Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO. Welcome to 52 Weeks Podcast. Uh, This is Josh. Welcome to our week six. Today, uh, we'll have a, a guest coming in, Seth Anderson. But before that, we'll go over how our weeks went with our goals. Kind of excited. Who would like to start? I will. Um, so my goals for last week um, focused on the dailies, right? So wholeheartedness and good prayers and gratitude and stuff. It went well. One of the main things I wanted to focus on in that was being in bed with time to spare, um, kind of slowing down, having more prep time. Um, and that was really good. I really enjoyed it. Just shutting off my day earlier. Right. Um, I also did an hour of days for girls stuff. Um, I finished my magazine stack. Like I had officially gotten rid of all of them. And then two more came on Saturday. And I was like, no, I just finished you. Um, so I've already read one of those slash thrown it away. And so I just have to finish this other one. But I, I feel like I still got that done because it was the original stack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I worked an hour on my scrapbook, which was fun. And um, one of my goals was to visit extended family, which I um, talked with a cousin. And then actually another cousin opened up permission call, but like through Zoom. And so that was fun to just see like tons of cousins and stuff through that. Um, I checked out a book in Spanish. I just picked it up on my way here, but done. Nice. (laughs) And um, I wrote in my journal in Spanish. So um, yeah, pretty good week. Nice. Nice. Um, I could go next. Yeah, let's let's have the sicky go. So I, my week last week was just simple. Um, it's my my regular, so I floss every day. Woohoo! Um, and then my main goals were to budget, and I did get to sit down and make out a budget. So I'm excited about that. And then um, to work on my daily prayers, and I did about half the time. I'm still in the habit of just kind of either rolling into bed or rolling out of bed and not thinking about it. So still working on that one, but I made a conscious effort. So that was nice. And then my journal, I actually did not write my journal yesterday. Shame on me, but we're good there. Just kidding. It's the only time I haven't since the beginning of the year. So we're good. And you were home sick today. So that's why you're joining us via the phone. Yep. yep. Not Corona. 
Just regular illness. Do you guys remember those days? When we just were kind of sick sometimes yeah. without thinking that we were going to die. Or, or if someone was world. sick and you would still be like, come hang out. I yeah. remember yeah. last year, I was so sick and I went on my family trip because I didn't want to miss out. No one said anything. Like, yeah. Nowadays, like, you would be they would be like, no, get out. You cannot come. You'd be an outcast. Yeah. 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 So... Sweet. Well, my goals, I got my running goal. It was six miles. It actually was really hard to get because I just was building up consistency. And so my running coach was like, it's better for you to go and do a half mile every day than to run six miles in Mm. one day. And so, you know, I'm still like in the busy season at work. And so we just had like a bunch of events and like a bunch of things. But I I went and sometimes I just did a quarter of a mile. Sometimes I stop. And when you're only doing that, it takes a long time to get to six, <laughs> let me just say. Um, and I had an interval. But I, I think that it was a good, like, just reminder of it doesn't matter. And I had my metabolic testing where they, like, I run with, like, this big mask on and they, like, show me my, um, like, where my heart rate is. And so it was just a good reminder of, and the physical therapist was talking to me about how you know like if you want lasting change with running it's not oh I did awesome for a week it's like months at a time like I need to be consistent for like months you know and so that was a good reminder since the week before I just didn't go running at all so yeah good job you gotta be consistent yeah I really like that thought of like it's so much better to do even just a half a mile every day than not to do it than to just cram it into one day yeah blankets to so many things in life right well my mom brought up the point she was like i mean yeah if you are like oh i'm not gonna brush my teeth six days in a row but then i'm gonna brush it six times (laughs) one day like that doesn't do for like an hour (laughs) yeah for an hour like it doesn't really do anything so i think that that's it's just getting back down to that those basics so when i think mentally starting to run right getting your clothes on that's the battle for Mm -hmm. me, right? Is like being like, I'm going to make time. I'm going to get my clothes on. I'm going to go running. And so if you can win that battle six times in a row, whether Mm -hmm. it's for a half a mile or a quarter of a mile or six miles, just that's the hardest part is like, now I will start actually running. Mm -hmm. And so if you only fight that battle one time a week, you're not as good as fighting that battle as you are if you do it six times a week. No, it's true. And now I just realized, like, that Vasa keeps track of all your times, and it says, like, oh. your all-time best streak. And I'm like, I want this to be a big streak, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Like a daily streak? Yeah, like, it just keeps track of, hmm. like, how many times you come a month and everything. Oh, okay. say, like, once okay. you, like, log in, so. Cool. Yeah. So, with me, um, I was... I had one goal to find a garment bag, new garment bags. Found a company waiting for samples. And then also uh, with uh, tags, like inside my suit, I noticed like after a while, like two years, it starts fading a little bit. So I got to find another tag that won't fade as much. So I have two samples. One I just got. And so I will be ordering a new tags to be able to be shipped to my manufacturer so they can insert them and hopefully it wears better. 
Um, uh, my dailies, I was six out of seven. Then. Hey, good job. Yeah. That's winning. Um, for my yearly goal, uh, what, one of them was to hike 50 hikes a year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm down to 48, to two nice. hikes. Cool. That's a lot of hikes. Yeah. In the winter. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So I'm like, well, I'm, I gave myself a little leeway of like two weeks mm-hmm. or if I could do multiple mm-hmm. within a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to do like 104. I'm like, oh, I need to go two times every week. Yeah. The brushing or the teeth. The whole <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it kind of, it makes it like on top of mind going hiking. Because mm-hmm. I enjoy it. It's really peaceful. And, mm-hmm. Um. It's a way to kind of clear your head. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Way to kill it. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Um, great. Uh, so what do we have planned for this next week with our goals? Did I go first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my turn again? Okay. Um, so still working on, on the daily things. Um, this week in my prayers, I'm going to focus more on expressing emotions, um, talking about like how I really feel or trying to figure out what those are and giving those to the savior. Um, I'm going to spend two hours on days for girls and two hours on my scrapbook. I really like working on my scrapbook. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like Do time you bring to it in sometime. <laughs> you will see like little 17 year old Heidi, um, glaring, you know, not glaring, smiling from all the pictures. Um, but it's, it's so Bernadette Brown talks about play and one of the, her definitions is that you lose time while you're doing it. And that's kind of how I am when I scrapbook, like I scrapbook last night cause I needed to get my one hour in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just really enjoy it. I enjoy thinking about it. I enjoy right now. I'm just working on journaling some old pages mm-hmm. and I enjoy reading my journal and being like, what were you thinking? Um, so because I don't have any other like huge things really this week, I just doubled that time. I'm going to write another um, entry in Spanish. I'm going to start. So one of my monthly goals is to work on emergency preparedness. And since the month is almost over, um, I'm going to start a emergency preparedness bag for my car and just kind of, I mean, I have a backpack, right, that I'm not using. And I'm just going to start throwing some stuff in it to stick in my car. And then one of my other monthly slash quarterly goals is to work on a skill, either one that I have that I've you know, not practiced in a long time or a new one. So I need to decide what that is. Is it a new skill that I'm learning or is it one that I'm going to practice? And I don't want it to be like things that are, um, that I'm doing for fun. So I don't want the ukulele to be it because that's play. And if I set a goal for it, then it's not play, then it's a goal. So it needs to be something that I actually want to like focus on getting better at and not just entertaining. Yeah. So. That's what I'm doing this week. He's here. Okay. Pause? Yeah, we can pause. Okay. Well, you're done with your goals, right, Heidi? Yep. So then it will just be the estimate three, and we can do it after. Very cool. Um, hello. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, I'm sure. This is Heidi. Heidi. I know it's so weird where you're like, how do I say hi? How do I say hi? And Meredith is on the phone right now. She's sicky, so she's at home. And and Meredith on the phone. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) 
So this is a backup <laughs> for the recording. Okay. Sweet. Mm-hmm. How, how sensitive is this? Do I got to have it right up yeah, on me? Have it up close to you. Yeah. <laughs> right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Natural. <laughs> so what's up, guys? How is everybody? Hey, so what's your name? Seth Anderson. Seth Anderson. Okay. We'll let Josh... We were just going over our goals, but... Yeah. So, um, this just kind of, like I told you, this is a website, I don't know, podcast, uh-huh. and a website. Um, and so, what I'll do is I'll introduce you, Okay. and then we'll just kind of go over uh, goals and um, talk freely, especially about your new company. Okay. We'll go cool. You guys going to, are we just like freelancing this? You guys going to ask me a couple questions? Yeah, people we'll ask questions. Okay. You we don't can want also me to do like cartwheels or anything? You talk about? Try to do the splits or something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, if you can. Meredith on Zoom, so I'm just kidding. All right, cool. So. <clears throat> Ready? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Did we do a break or anything? Or just I'll, go right I'll into cut out the like okay. time. Because you said, oh, he's here. And then I'll just like cut that. And, and then start it. here if you like. Okay. Let me introduce our guests. So introducing our guest, uh, Seth Anderson, is a farm boy from southern Idaho. and has taken the work ethic gained from working on the farm to excelling in corporate fields of finance at Wells Fargo. That's where I met Seth, as Wells Fargo. Uh, in their car department and management, he has coached and developed numerous employees and developed training techniques, utilizing to emphasize top stats and financial goals for the payment plan department uh, specifically. Seth has flipped multiple homes and currently buys Section 8 housing out of the state primarily and holds them or flips them uh, for buyers, buyers after renovating and occupying. Seth is currently pursuing passion in making pun t-shirts for the LDS community. Oh, I just you guys are friends. Uh, t-shirts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Seth also is creating uh, strut snacks right now. Really good product. He's allowed me to try it before production or mass production. And uh, he trademarked it. And it's an amazing protein snack. Tastes really good. It's a little spicy, which I like. Um, and then also it has clean ingredients. And also his passion is entrepreneurship, promoting, and coaching. Seth believes in strength within vulnerability and believes that walls protect from those who are strong in their vulnerability and in the concept of being strong, being free, and being vulnerable. Oh, oh my gosh. What am I supposed to do now? Now, interview's done. Everybody knows. So that was a long bio and precise, really. How are you doing, Steph? I'm doing well. I'm going to take this off. So, let's start with being your farm boy from Idaho. What part of Idaho? About 15 minutes south of Burley. Okay. Actually, you, you guys, have you ever heard of Burley, Idaho? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a place called View. Yeah. No. No? <laughs> uh, have you heard of it? I have, actually. There Whoa! You go. You've heard of think I may have a friend from there. You know, all the Idaho towns. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your friend? 
horse? Doesn't ring a bell. I feel like that's a very unique question. Yeah. I would definitely know Hager horse. That's <laughs> so you so you know Burley or you know View? Um well, I've heard of Butte, but I do know Burley. Oh, Butte. View. Sorry, guys. V-I-E-W. It's so small, you. I'm through the phone. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just made all of that up because I haven't heard of it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but hey, you got to give Margie a shout-out. So yeah, there you go. Out. I'll give her a shout-out, too. Hegel Horse, right? Margie, yeah. shout-out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So Seth, it sounds like you have a lot that you're involved with. Yeah, um, there's 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 a few things. I would uh, at some point it would be good to be a hundred percent entrepreneurial. But yeah, I am involved with. Um, I still manage um, a finance department for Wells Fargo, and then the strut snacks that he was talking about. <clears throat> I would have brought some tonight. I don't have the labeling done, but um, yeah. And then the t-shirts is just fun on the side. I, I we did them. I don't even know seven eight years ago, but. And it's primarily for uh, the LDS community, this one. It's it's a Shiz Happens t-shirt. I actually could have worn it tonight. <laughs> yeah, the last one was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, what are some of your puns? Well, that's actually the only t-shirt I've done. The, I mean, okay. the next one, I don't want to have like somebody else watch this and then steal it from me. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just say it's about Ammon. <laughs> but it's, it's a pretty okay. good one. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> and where'd you get the inspiration for these snacks? Is it a bar? Or is it a you know what? So yeah, so so it's all right. So um, I was, I mean, I try to eat healthy, and yeah. so I was in the store, and I was just like looking. I think it was Whole Foods, and you just see this myriad and you know mass protein bars yeah. or bare naked and these snacks, granola, whatever. I was just looking at the ingredients, and I was like, gosh, dude, it's hard for some of these people to stay away from. Like anything that's somewhat processed, even Quest Bar. Yeah. You, I mean, it's, you know, they're super popular, but I just, I just wanted something that was like more natural, more organic. Bare Naked is pretty good, uh, but it's like really flaky and it's mm -hmm. not put together. So I was like, hmm. So anyway, I'm just, you know, doing my thing, looking for the, looking for protein bars or granola snacks with protein or whatever. And um, a couple ex girlfriends ago and I were walking to Smith's on 94th. And um, we saw each other on the camera. Have you guys been to that Smith's on Highland? And uh -huh. okay, so we walk in. I see the camera, and I, I just I noticed that I was walking with a little bit of a strut, and I just started laughing, and I was like, "Strut snacks." That's it. And I was like, we're going to make a protein snack. We can, we're talk, we talk about this all the time and I'm trying to like figure out what the best protein bar is or protein mm -hmm. snack. Mm -hmm. And then we wanted to do something that was like um, vegetarian, vegan with pea protein. I didn't want soy in it, yeah. but I didn't want dairy and other stuff in it as well. So um, initially she, she kind of just put like a little like a little bar together, but it didn't stick very well. And then I just kind of mm -hmm. tampered with it a few times and it just evolved. And at first it was like a bar. I was going to call it dragon balls, um, dragon bars, baby dragons and dragon fists. Oh yeah. And so, I mean, I would like smash it with like a fist in it and eat it. But anyway, it just, that's, those, that's, that's a cool name, but it just isn't the same as like strut snacks is kind of universal. Anybody, I mean, anybody wants to have a little bit of, you know, pep in their stub. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're an artist, if you're a football player, mm -hmm. musician, you want to have a little strut in your step. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it was universal. And yeah, 
I just, the granola is cool because you can eat it with milk, um, you know, without coconut milk, whatever you want. You can take it on hikes, mm -hmm. take it to the gym. And then the consistency is a little bit better in it as well. So it's not like, like bare naked is almost like they toss everything in a bag and maybe bake it for a little bit. But it's it's not like there's not like little chunks of it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like super flaky. And do you, do you know what I'm saying? Have you guys eaten yeah. that? So I just wanted I, I, I finally got the consistency down. A little bit of cayenne pepper for a little bit of a kick and a little more health in it. And I don't know. Voila. And it was it finally was to that point where I was like, OK, I've been like sitting on this for a little while and it's just time to get it trademarked and start going. So cool yeah. so do you have one flavor right now the cayenne kick flavor um the only difference between like the flavors is whether i use honey mm -hmm. or whether i use organic maple syrup for yeah it doesn't have any sugar in it yeah so i use that sometimes every once in a while i'll put like an extra half a cup of monk fruit extract in it mm -hmm. um besides that it's either going to be a honey taste or a maple syrup taste i, I personally like the maple syrup better yeah, yeah. but that's awesome yeah Mary, do you have a question? No. <laughs> I, think, I think that this sounds like something Heidi would love to eat. <laughs> something, yes. <laughs> That's, I have been in this grocery store aisle looking at all the bars many times in my life and picking, picked them all up and read the ingredients and put them back down. Thought, yeah. Like, what do I do now? Um, so, yeah, I've been down that aisle many times. My goodness, if I would have, I should have just brought some without the label on it. But I'll, I'll get you some. Cool. Yeah, you'll like them. And I and I want a strut. So, yeah. <laughs> right? Don't you just like you do want a little pep yeah. in your step, yeah. right? So like, oh, and that, it'll give you a kick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so with you doing all these different uh, opportunity things, you're working full time. Mm -hmm. It's pretty hard to kind of manage all this. It is actually. Um, bricks of doing that. Honestly, so with the strut snacks, I've kind of. Um, I have a friend and his wife that have been helping me quite a bit with it. And, and if I, I'll speak freely, but it's going to sound like I've dated way too much. So <laughs> my very last ex-girlfriend and the one right before that helped me quite a bit with, uh, some of like the management, the recipes, cooking and mm -hmm. baking it when I wasn't able to tampering with it. I would just tell them pretty much it's a, Hey, this is where we're at. Um, try this out with it, do a half cup of this, do this. So I'd maybe make one batch. Then I'd have them make quite a few mm -hmm. and give it to like their family and friends and do like taste testing and stuff. Um, I, honestly, it's, it's, it, it realist. It's, it's, I guess for me, it's more about finding people that enjoy um, maybe like a management side of things mm -hmm. or they enjoy kind of that, the meticulous details and things like that. And then having them come and help me if they're passionate about it and I'll, I'll pay them if I need to, or, you know, just stuff like that right now. I mean, it's in the initial stages, but right now I'm just relying on, um, people that are passionate about it with me and that, that believe in it or people that I just, you know, pay a little bit on the side to bake it for me if I don't have time to do it. So it, it makes it easier too that we're working from home. So the whole morning, I mean, a lot of times I'll work until about eight o'clock at night, but the whole morning I'll have, typically I'll be able to, you know, dink around with the strut snacks or bake a few of them or call people on the phone and stuff. But yeah, it is, I get a little bit busy and uh, I would prefer to just have the right people in the right places to, to help me out. So that's kind of what I do right now. Cool. Delegation. 100%. <laughs> right? Delegation is like the, 
somebody said it was the highest form of leadership and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm buying into it right now. <laughs> well, and I love how you're finding people who are passionate about it because then they care and then they want to do it. Right. Yeah. And so it's not, you're, you don't have to micromanage. Oh, yes. Because they are willing. It's good. Those kind of people delegate to them. <laughs> yep. And then, I mean, if it does get big enough, if they love doing it, so if I, you know, if I end up renting out a kitchen space or something, you know, square one kitchen somewhere, then it's going to just be a natural fit. Right. They'll want to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's tougher than you think because it's got to be somebody that has time to do it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, delegation is key. And you have like different delegating different people for different parts of the business as well. Some people love like the accounting stuff. And they just want to help because they're enthused. They're, they're entrepreneurs as well. Uh, the, the, the fact that it's going to end up being vegan, that's where my buddy and his wife are just full on board because they're mm-hmm. vegans and just like, you know, gung ho about it. And so they're, they're helping quite a bit because they're passionate about that side. And then the people that bake, yeah, if they, a lot of times they like to cook and, you know, typically those are the ones that I'll need to either give them free strut snacks or pay them. Just because yeah. it takes up yeah. quite a bit more time. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we love to on this podcast really learn from how everyone has a different goal style, right? Uh-huh. And so, how do you make your goals? How do you accomplish them? <laughs> Tell us about times like you failed at accomplishing your goals. Oh, that's, that's an easy one. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't want me to be here for too long, right? <laughs> So, uh, specifically just talk about like, um, how, how I go about meeting goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well at this point, well, I guess my whole life, um, I've, I've kind of drawn motivation from other people. Mm -hmm. So whether I'm like watching TV or whether I'm hanging out with a buddy like that one time back in the day, you, I don't know, when was it, 10 years ago when you first started up your initial t-shirt company? Yeah, Equitious Clothing. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll gain, and I liked that you were entrepreneurial in that, in that, in that area. And so we had one time a little party at uh, my house and we he was- We had Yeah. It was pretty cool. To, and we were like just pubbing up his, his clothing line. But anyway, I take, I listen when I'm like talking to people and hanging out with people and I'll just draw motivation from what they're saying. And then when something hits like the real estate um, situation that that I'm in right now or the flipping houses, it just sounded like something that was fun. I wanted to learn how to frame and sheetrock and do some of those things. So I listened to different people talk and discuss about how they had flipped a house. They did this with their dad. And then, and then especially people that you meet in the workforce, they're working like nine to five. I'm like, okay, cool. So this is actually a reality for me as well. I can do this. It's not just, uh, you know, throwing my hands in the air and saying, hey, I'm, I'm just going to give it a shot. Although you need to do that a little bit at some point. But um, I, I, I gather a lot of motivation from the people that I surround myself with. And then, and then I guess if uh, and then I and then I keep those people close usually. Whether it's, you know, I talk to them every few months or I I just keep that motivation close and then I watch what they do as well. And then I kind of just pick up on that. But as for goals, that one's a little bit, uh, that one's a little bit unique because there's so many different, there's so many different types of goals, especially 
you know, being like a single guy and I, I, I date quite a bit and stuff. And so it's like, it's like a balancing act with some of this, some of these personal goals and with some of your, uh, business goals, I guess. But as for the, as pertaining to the goals part, I would say, um, mainly I just try to be, I try to be realistic. Uh, I try to do stuff that is fun for me as well. Stuff that I can engage in and, um, and then, you know, gosh, I really do try to keep, I try to keep money out of it and not saying I'm, I'm going to make this much with this and this amount of time with the strut snacks. I, I admittedly, and two years from about a month ago, I did come up with the goal in regards to that. Um, but after like analysis, gathering that motivation, hearing other people's stories, I'll just come up with a plan and a goal in regards to a realistic goal in regards to this is what I want to do with this specific area. And then this is how I'm going to get there. Is that too vague? Or are you guys wanting something a little more detailed? I mean, whatever you want to get. So <laughs> do you write it down? Yeah, do you, yeah. I mean, your goals, like right? You, I, how? Yeah, I do. I write it down and, um, and I constantly, I, and as pertaining to goals, whether it be personal or whether it be business, I constantly stay in contact with those that are building me up in regards to that goal as well. So I definitely write it down. Thanks. I appreciate that. It's a little bit easier when I get like, uh, if you, the more specific you are with questions, the, yeah. be, the better it is. <laughs> we'll work on Where questions. do you write them down? <laughs> I actually, I, I don't like to type stuff out with yeah. my goals. I, I write them in a little journal. I've got like a it's little. It's okay. But <laughs> yeah. I, for some reason, I like the good old yeah. fashioned Gen X, mm -hmm. writing it down in a journal type thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'll do. And then I'll have different areas in the journal where I've got a goal for this and a goal for that. And sometimes you guys were asking about failed goals. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So that, that's another thing that um, I have, I've probably learned. And I don't even, you know what? I don't even think that things are, I don't even think I'm failing at this point anymore. Um, I think we either win quote unquote, or we learn. Yeah. And so it's, it's either like progress. Um, it's progress. Oops. It's progress one way or the other, whether you hit your goal or whether you don't, there's so much that you learn and then you can branch off into something else. And at some point, I, I really do believe this at some point, if you don't give up on it, regardless of what it is or when it is, I genuinely, genuinely believe at some point, if you don't give up, you, you will hit it. Like a hundred percent, I believe you will hit your goals. Going off of that, like I, I did hear like you only sell when you give up. Yep. Or you don't learn from that mistake. That's and, when failure. And what does giving up mean in you guys' opinion? Losing hope. Okay. That's a big one. What about? Well, I was going to say that I think there's a difference because sometimes you learn what you learn is that it's not the right goal. Right. Or it's not taking you down the path that you want to go down. And so is it a failed goal or is it a redirected goal? Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it's failed because you give up. Mm -hmm. You still want it, but you believe you can't get it. Maybe that's a failed one. But I think hopefully a lot of the times it's because you've learned more about yourself and have decided maybe I don't want to go that route or it's not producing results that I want. So I, I like that. It, well, and then also it goes with, it's, it's the two things, like failure is like when you stop, like, so say for instance, like I had a business and it just plummeted 
then I just go sit down in my basement and sit on the couch and don't do anything. That's what I think is failure mm. from that. Yeah. Where so not learning from yeah, it. You're not learning from it. You're not pivoting, going somewhere else. You're like, okay, well, this doesn't work for me, but I can move my motivation, my goals into something else that might fit within my, um, where I want to go in life. That's like, because there's a lot of time, I mean, there's a lot of things that you, you go, you're like, actually, I don't really like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's not like failing. It's just like, oh, I know that I don't like this. Mm -hmm. So I'm moving to somewhere else, but I'm gaining all the experiences and my challenges that I developed from that and going towards something else. That's that actually, I like what all of you guys said. And then in regards to that, that's pretty cool too, that you brought up the losing hope and losing hope doesn't mean that you like hope is hope is the, it's, it's it like, it's like the opposite thing of fear. Mm -hmm. And so it's like faith and fear. Hope goes along with faith. Um, and so like tying those two things together, that's kind of how I view it as well. Actually quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't lose hope if one goal, I have different sections of the journal. There's, there's this goal, there's a personal goal, there's a business goal, there's this goal. I found out when I was a lot, quite a bit younger, actually in collections, um, I had goals and I would, I would, I would, um, attain these goals quite a bit. And then I would accomplish certain things. And I realized that just because I was successful in this one area and I got to a place that I wanted to be for me, I was able to trans. I was able to transition and take that and just move it into another area of my life, and then all of a sudden I was successful there too, because of this stuff that I learned. And it's the same thing when we learn, mm -hmm. right? Instead, instead of fail, I'll just use the term when we're learning. When we don't accomplish it, we still learn things, and then that stuff that we learned, we can transition it over into another goal because they metastasize. Right. They, they build on each other. This goal, that road might have ended, but then you just transition it. You leave this one there. You take, you take all your knowledge with you, and then you keep moving. It's still progress. And so I think that's probably the most important thing for me is I've definitely, I've definitely not accomplished goals, especially in different business areas of my life. Had I done it, I, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I'd probably be on Joe Rogan's podcast. And, <laughs> right. You know, hey, multi-millionaire over and over again. But, but, Joe Rogan, that's amazing. <laughs> but I still, I still keep the passion is there. And I've, I've kind of learned the phase that I'm in, that I'm in right now, delegation. And I've kind of learned how to balance things a little bit more and then see, see what's going to be fun for me as a goal. What's going to be successful for me as a goal? What streams of income am I going to be able to feed into these? It's like the t-shirts, that's just fun. I'm having a good time. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I, truthfully, I don't even track how much I make on the t-shirts and I, I don't care. It's fun for me. Mm -hmm. And that keeps me going. It keeps me alive. The real estate stuff, I definitely track that. That's a legitimate source of income for me with the residuals and stuff. Um, certainly the nine to five I'm, I'm tracking. And from these different avenues, um, you know, this fun one gives me the energy. And then from these two main sources of income, I'll, that's what I'll feed into the strut snacks because the strut snacks is fun. I enjoy it. I'm, I'm going to end up having you do a clothing line with that, the workout gear and stuff. Um, and 
I definitely believe that it will, it'll end up trumping the other areas in regards to, it'll end up being a bigger river than the other streams mm-hmm. at some point. But, but balancing those out, um, instead of, you know, kind of organizing it, instead of having everything flow through each other has been super key as I've gotten older. And maybe that just come, I'm an old man right now. Maybe that just <laughs> might come with like age or something. You're very wise. <laughs> with a strut stash, you kind of feel, uh, fill the void because you were looking for uh, good point a product and you're just like it's not there like yep and so now you can go hiking with a strut <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go <laughs> um so you had talked about though how you you've been getting organized in all these areas because that's something that i've been finding with different areas that i have like i'm I'm in the process of getting more organized, but how have you gotten organized? Oh, dude, simple reminders in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I I literally like I have ADHD. So it's like I got a million ideas and I legitimately, no joke, 90% of the time I'm just putting like things in my phone or reminders to do stuff. And then when I get one thing done, um, you know, that's accomplished. So I don't think about it anymore. If I need to do it in three days, then I'll put it there and then it's done. So I, that might sound pretty cheesy and cliche, but reminders in my phone have like helped me astronomically. No, I do reminders and alarms. Yep. yep. So like I have an alarm to go to bed because <laughs> I will stay awake all night if I'm working on a project. I just totally forget about sleep and I just, until I get done, I'm like, oh, it's five in the morning. Crap, I have to go to work in two hours. <laughs> Well, tomorrow's gonna. Well, today's gonna suck. <laughs> That's a good point. Sleep schedules help me a ton when I'm able to get on those, and um, it's it is a t- it is tough with. I'd say the hardest thing with the sleep schedule is dating, and you're balancing stuff out. And I'm gonna be honest with you, like women don't want to hear if you're having a good time on a date. By the way. My alarm just went off. I'm leaving because it's 1030 and I need to go home and be to bed by 11. They're like, really? Or is this like anal? I mean, it is, it is what it is. Let's have a good time until 1030 comes. (laughs) But (laughs) I'd be like, great. Me too. (laughs) I'm tired. You're great, but I'm tired. (laughs) It's like, Hey, we're investing here, right? If it goes well in the future, right. then we'll be all right. We'll set proper expectations. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But sleep schedules help me a ton, like so much. And then, and then I'm um, working out. If I if I can exercise regularly, and if I can get on a sleep schedule, the organization stuff. I've done reminders for so long now that my brain is actually. I swear the neurotransmitters are like. Moving and shifting because it just becomes a habit to remember to do things a little bit better. So I'd say those number one thing is the reminders. Sleep schedule is number two and then staying active is probably number three. And I honestly, you know, going along the lines of the strut snacks, I legitimately can tell when I don't eat well at this point, like especially the older that I've gotten. Holy crap. Recovery sucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I eat like... 10 pounds of red meat in a weekend because I was just dinking off. I mean, it weighs on me. Like, no pun intended. Not only do I gain the weight, <laughs> but I'm just like, it's, and so, so that health and nutrition is probably the fourth thing. And they, they sound super basic and cliche, but honestly, that's what works for me. 
And that's what's working for me. I'm still trying to get <laughs> to that space where I can yeah. say this has worked, mm -hmm. but it's what's working for me right now. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. Mary, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> what, what do you want to add, Mary? Do you have any questions? Sounds, sounds good. <laughs> oh, you, get, you got the cove, Mary? Or is it just a cold? Just, um, my stomach hurts, actually. It's not even that exciting. Wow. Well, sounds like you need a dose of the struts next, too. I always need some snacks. <laughs> Um, no, I just like your mentality and, you know, that's what we talk about here. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Well, I like the sound of your voice, so we both <laughs> like something. <laughs> you also like gingers? Come up with those. <laughs> <laughs> we just turned this into a reality dating show. Yeah, surprise. Oh, yeah, surprise. <laughs> Eliminate. <laughs> You're number one. <laughs> 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 um, you're going red. You just can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you see you're going red. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I've done my job. <laughs> <laughs> Although I might get offended if you have to go to bed early. Oh, <laughs> so, there you go. Touche. <laughs> 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 no, but I do think that like. One of the things that I'll be doing great with your team, and then it's like something, whether it's like something's going on and it's like, you don't want to leave really a FOMO or, you know, or eating late at night for an event. And it just really does throw off the cycle of things. Yeah. So you've noticed that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a continuous effort, right? Like how you said, I'm not there, but I'm, I'm in it. Right. And I think we're always in it because those they're the little things that make the biggest difference and help us make everything else work. But they're so easy to just be like, ah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to make that effort right now. I don't want to try that hard. It's so much easier to eat what we want, sleep when we want, lay on the couch instead of go to the gym. <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, going well, back, I mean, it's... That's when you know how much your goal actually means to you is how much of a priority you put that above other things, other mm -hmm. fun things, other people and things like that that's when true goal accomplishments happen that's a good point like going back to like eating healthy and um working out like it's when i i did very regularly like eat very healthy and then i ate mcdonald's mm -hmm. and i was just i was hungry pretty quickly after and i'm like and i felt like crap i'm like this just Dude. didn't really do anything for me at all. It gets worse when you get older, huh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, seriously, I couldn't tell as much. Like, the cheat days that they talk about having, you have oh, a cheat yeah. weekend, body for life and all that. Dude, cheat weekend sucks for me now. It turns into cheat four days. Yeah. Because those two <laughs> days, it took me two more days to recover, Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> But like, well, even especially like, because I remember like when I was much younger, like eating out at midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., going to Denny's, having breakfast, and go to bed, wake up, nothing, like nothing at all. Did it recently, not recently, but last time I did it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like crap. Couldn't sleep well. I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> getting, never again. getting old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 
that would be a goal to be so 25. So how do you again. then prioritize those things? I mean, how do you make sure that that's happening? So the, on the, I guess the, the fun stuff where I get the energy from like the t-shirts, yeah, things like that. I mean, I, I kind of feel like exercising in a lot of forms is pretty fun too. Okay. Those I kind of just fit in when I'm able to, cause I'm getting, I'm actually getting energy from those. But the other stuff, like right now, I mean, I definitely have to make the nine to five a priority. I definitely have to make the real estate a priority because those are streams mm -hmm. that are that are running in to create the river. So it, I prioritize right now based off of like necessity, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a need. The funds, if I if I had to find time, if I had to, I guess, um, if I had to plan the fun stuff, and there was no time for it at all, then I would do that. It, 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 it's it, it's happening pretty regularly at this point. So you typically I'll just prioritize like the nine to five, of course, and then the real estate stuff after that. So it goes the nine to five, then it goes the then it goes the real estate stuff after that, and then the fun stuff I just fit in. So that's what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. The strut snacks I usually do those. It's a priority, probably number three, but I'll usually do that in the morning. So when I wake up, I'll usually bake them, make some phone calls on that. Or else if I have people helping me, I'll send out the text messages or make phone calls to them um, in the morning before I get to the nine to five. So that's predominantly where it's at right now. Mm -hmm. And then the little things like eating healthily and getting sleep where if they're not, because I think sometimes it's easy to prioritize big things mm -hmm. like the nine to five, right? I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to work, but then how do you prioritize like getting that sleep in and so kind of with that, I guess maybe I could call it a priority, but those end up turning into more of habits. Oh, okay. The eating healthy is kind of just something that I do. Mm -hmm. So I'm not having to really prioritize that because it's who I am kind of, um, the sleep to your point. I mean, it's not, it's only, honestly, it's usually when you like get a girlfriend or something or, or a boyfriend <laughs> or, or when you're dating for travel. And it's like, you know, you end up staying up till two in the freaking morning or whatever. Besides that, that one is pretty much just a habit as well. Cool. So it's like you setting an alarm clock. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times I'll do that as well. I don't do it every night because I'm pretty consistent about it at this point, but um, it kind of just happens. Yeah. So, so you make habits. I love that. Right. Yeah. So things that matter or things that need to be consistent, create habits out of them. For sure. And you don't have to decide or you yeah. don't have to have the reminder because it's you change yep. yourself that way. But I, but I definitely, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was, I was going to say typically um, at that time I'm on my computer working. And so I just have my computer to shut off at a certain time. It will go to sleep and it will come up running. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to go to bed. It's just because I get super focused. I, I'm also ADD and I will get super focused <laughs> yeah. and I forget everything uh -huh. around me. And to the point that anybody just says my name, I'm like, oh, get startled because <laughs> I just get right into it. But then also I jump back and forth a lot. It's kind of weird. Like how that is. You know what? I just thought about this as well. This is something that I started doing maybe like a year ago as you were talking. I bring other people into especially some of the personal habits and goals as well. So... Um, like if I do have a girlfriend or something, then I'll have her be involved with me. So helping remind me to go to bed and stuff. So then both people are important. It's like a team effort. Mm -hmm. So I, so I do that as well. And then when you, when it's like a, when it's like a team effort, then you're both like feeding off of each other almost mm -hmm. and creating like, and living in these good habits. So it just reminded me of that. Cause sometimes you do 
like I'll get caught up in that. And even if I prioritize it or even if it's a habit, um, I still won't do it. Right. And then if you have somebody else that's on the team with you and they're, and they're like, okay, um, you need to go to bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Or they're, so it's, it's good. It's good to like, not, not, not only delegate, but create little teams for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I've started doing that like within the past year. Cameron, I'm glad you saw you, you said what you said. Cause I didn't even remember that until right now, but that's helped a ton. And you said that you also do that with other projects, right? Like you have your team for yep. the stress snacks. You have your little team. It's a supportive. So I love that idea of kind of gathering your your people, right? Who are going to support you in your different goals. And definitely support one, I guess, to even be a little more detailed with support. Um, uh, so there's a lot of weaknesses in um, I have a lot. I have really like high level strengths with my personality type and some big weaknesses as well. And so essentially I'm, I'm filling in like the gaps and the weaknesses. So the teams that I create are, I sometimes can be pretty blunt and, and when I get caught up in something, I, I, I accidentally can be insensitive. So I'll have somebody that uh, is like PR for me. I don't like details. I don't like, like, I like the big picture, but not like the little minuscule details if I don't have to deal with it. So bringing somebody in that enjoys those, they don't want to be in the spotlight, but they love these details. And as long as I listen to the people that I have there as well, I don't know, it just functions so much better. It's, uh, so that's a little bit more specific in regards to like teams that I I'll create. How do you figure out what those holes are? I mean, is it just a learning experience where all of a sudden you're like, Ooh, I did that wrong. Is it from feedback from other people? Because I think knowing your weaknesses is is huge, right? To be able to figure out what they are, so you <laughs> recruit the right people. So how do you do that? I stay I stay vulnerable, and I don't I don't ask a question to like get shined on. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking a question to build my ego up. I don't give an f about my ego. I'm asking a question because I genuinely want to know what the answer is, and so I stay vulnerable and I stay strong in that vulnerability. Um, you know. So I think when we do that, at least for me, it helps me become so much more aware and I can introspect a lot more because, you know, perspective is reality. It's, it's not just me and my world, but I'm not going to be able to gather that input from my own Mm self-awareness if I'm not vulnerable. If I don't ask real questions that I legitimately think are going to help. And that's where paying attention to other people helps as well. Cause then I can pick up on something and pretty soon it turns into a habit that you'll I'll piece it together in my head. Like it's a math equation almost. I'm like, Oh, I just did this. This person reacted that way. This person did that. That person reacted that way. So then I'm like putting pieces together in my mind. I'm like, this person could help me here. That person would be here. Then the self-awareness that then pretty soon I'm just introspecting a lot and I get a lot more aware of who I am. But I think, I think, um, I think to be, to live in that space for me, I, I genuinely have had to stay vulnerable, not live behind walls and, you know, just keep it real. And then you gain like a real confidence in it. Um, because you're really loving, I I've learned to really love who I am and accept it because I've, I'm, I'm learning to stay strong in that vulnerability. So that's mm-hmm. what I would. That's awesome. It's a good way to look at it. I'm going to pause this for just a second. Okay. Oh, um, but I think with the vulnerability, so that's where in your intro, you had talked about the boundaries right. and the, like how that 
being vulnerable and everything. And that's cool that that ties it all in. <laughs> well, and if I might object, um, I got a text message from my sister who does listen to our podcast. And she had mentioned how one of her daughters was really grateful to hear Josh's story because she also has ADD. <laughs> and so awesome. um, it, to her, it was like seeing somebody who has come out on top of their ADD. And I think this is another great story of how you've been able to utilize that and make it into an effective adult. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I probably could have used better words. <laughs> but, but no, like I know she struggles with it and she's a young, she's young teens. And so she's learning how to put that in a positive way. And hopefully she listens to this and here's another successful story of somebody with ADD who has learned to put it, um, their energy cool. into something good in the world and creating and that will change her life, you know? And so it's just like little hurdles that we all have to get over in our own ways and making it and how goals help us do that and how we're in charge of goals, but really goals benefit our lives so much. I view it as more of a uh, superpower than um, something that goes against me. Just because I get super focused and I can just forget everything. Or I can concentrate on so many different things at once that it doesn't, like, I can really rotate through them all and then go, okay, I need to grab on this and then work on it. Instead of, like, because I don't get overwhelmed. I just, like, oh. I need to do this, this, and this, this, and then I just start into it. It doesn't overwhelm me when I have a list of different things coming at me. Well, my interactions with you as well, uh, you don't seem to take things personal. Yeah. Which is, that's another big thing too. Like living in your vulnerability is one thing, but you really have to look at things objectively, in my opinion. Very few things are meant to be personal. And that's, that's a space I live in as well. Um, and so I, I did notice that with you as well. And that could, that could just be maybe her daughter is like that also. I have noticed that people that do have like ADHD or ADD, they kind of move away from things pretty quickly. Hmm. And so they don't take things as personal, I guess. And I think that's a big key for, for like all of us. And, you know, if we could like, the less personal that we could take things and the more objective way that we could look at it. I mean, it could, that could even be as big as like saving like wars in the world and stuff. If, if we were, if we're communicating, mm-hmm. if we're communicating and not convincing, that yeah. is like a beauty. A hundred percent. It goes like, I, I'm just looking at your quote. That's, I got a little distracted on your quote. On your quote. <laughs> And it's like the sympathy, uh, simple. Oh, simplicity is the means to a genius resolution. Right. Mm. And it's just kind of, um, cause you, sometimes you just overcomplicate something. And like, I, when I do that, I'm like, okay, I just gotta, I gotta walk away for one second and come back to it a fresh pair of eyes, relax. And when I come back to it, I'm like, oh, that was so easy. Why did I think about it before? <laughs> it's just because you're just so involved in, in it that you weren't able to see outside the box. And you can have a, a lot of crochet quotes around that. But Yeah. So how does that play out in your life? Or so, why did you pick that quote? 
Well, um, I started to probably call him 41 now. So I guess seven, eight years ago, I was, I was running a department for Wells Fargo and, um, I was coaching and developing some, some, we'll just say new hires some people that hadn't really done anything in that field before. And it had to do with negotiating and I would give them and I would, I would listen to their calls and I would give them specific talk offs for each situation. So I would, I would hear a no in a situation and I would stop them in the middle of it. And for each situation, I would give them a specific talk off that might sound like, like enormous, but what it did is it took all of the abstract ideas out of that situation. And I, and they would, I didn't, I didn't even focus on their tone at this point, but they would say exactly what I told them to say. And then it would work. That's simple. And I would do that in enough situations for them. I would listen. I would listen to their calls, listen to their calls. And I would do that in enough situations for them that pretty soon it became a habit. And they just started to form things on their own. And it started to flow and it became who they were. But I recognized how much better it was and easier for them when I made it super simple in a format. Honestly, um, it's... Well, God, there's so many metaphors and examples I could use, but we'll just stick. We'll just stick with that. I mean, I could go to business. I could go to religion. I could go to so many different avenues where you could draw from this. But if you can take, um, and then for me, you know, it, it might seem like it's daunting, right? It might be like, well, what about you? How is that simple for you, right? Your energy is getting dispersed, and you're doing all this for what organization. Mm. I would focus on one employee one day take the whole day. If I needed to, I would take the whole day and just focus on that employee or four hours or whatever. And that's simple to me. All of us are trying to be unique in one way or another, if you want to garner those results. And then, and then it makes it a lot easier to be simple because you have voices that, that, that are listening. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's probably not to get, hopefully I tied that together a little bit, not to get too far off track, but um, you piece those things together and then it makes it easier because you're gathering, you're vulnerable, you're aware, and then you become something and it's a habit. And then when you coach someone else, it makes it so much more simple. And yeah, that's, um, so there's, I could talk about this well, for a while. But. but really to add to that, I just did a podcast interview today and the guy was talking about, he's a real estate agent and he was talking about how like it's such a competitive market. And they have gotten 95% of their offers like accepted. And the big thing is, is he'll call up the agent, the listing agent and be like, Hey, my name's so-and-so, you know, where everyone's texting, everyone's just shooting over email, but like that person will choose him, um, time and time again, because they're like, I have to work with this person through a whole process. If I'm communicating <laughs> now, I want to commute. And so it's different, right? Because everyone's just texting and emailing, but because he's being different, he's getting results in a competitive market. So that's just, I, I was listening to that today at work and I was like, yep, that's exactly And if you saying. asked him if it was simple, what do you think he would say? Oh yeah, because it's just picking up. It's easier to pick up the phone than to write out a novel text. But, so. but it's, it's unique. Mm -hmm. Like even in that situation, yeah. probably the people that are texting, they might think it is complicated mm -hmm. to do that, but it's simple. Mm -hmm. And that actually, that's a good point. Simplicity, besides math, all right. Besides one plus one equals two, even you get caught up to calculus or, or whatever math you're dealing with, 
That's that's a fact, right? No matter what, you're not going to argue it or debate it for the most part, especially math facts. Those are facts. Simplicity, though, in general, being the means to a genius resolution, it's going to be different strokes for different folks. My simplicity may very well be all of you guys' complexity. I don't know that. But your complexity very well be, may be my simplicity. The vulnerability piece goes along with this. If you're vulnerable and you're self-aware, then you'll find out what that simplicity to a genius resolution is for you. And all of us are in that same boat, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that that goes with goals too, right? Because we all track our goals different ways. We all um, look at them differently, right? I have my particular way. My siblings are like, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. My sister's like, this is the way I want to track goals, or these are the kind of goals I want to set. And I'm like, oh, that would never work for me. So I think the simplicity, right? Whatever is simple for me is going to be simple for, is going to be different than what's simple for somebody else. And it, while it works, and I've come up with this and I've tried and errored and stuff, um, it's not, it's not the one answer, right? Not everyone <laughs> should do it the way I do it. <laughs> They'd all, we'd all be crazy. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, coming to a close, is there anything that you would want to say to the audience that we haven't covered? No, I, I think I just legitimately would say in regards to that vulnerability piece, I think that's, to me, that's going to be the most important thing, like regardless of what goals that you're hitting. If you can live, if all of us, if all of us can live in a very vulnerable space, genuinely love who we are, be confident in ourselves, if we can live in that vulnerable vulnerable space, we're going to be we're going to be more self aware, mm. and if I feel like the more aware we are and the more strong we are in our vulnerability, the less personal we're going to take things, and then it's going to be so much easier to grow, progress, and create habits that make that make us understand what simplicity is to each one of us. So just wrapping it all up, you know, you start at the top. Simplicity is the means to a genius resolution, and we talk about being strong in the vulnerability at the end. Well, everything that happens in between is going to create that space for you. So that's that's my belief. That's how I try to live. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Seth, we really appreciate you coming out. <laughs> it was a, a wonderful to talk to you. Yeah, you too. I didn't even have to do a cartwheel. Well, we we were in the middle of talking about this week's goals. So are you okay to, to or do you need to? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. yeah just ask me specific questions. <laughs> <laughs> so Heidi had just finished yep, your I'm goals. I'm done. Oh, yeah. Meredith. <clears throat> so Sorry about that. Meredith, it's your turn. <laughs> Mary, you almost fell ahead, over, Meredith. but I caught you. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> she likes to be called Ginger Cat. Oh, Ginger Cat. <laughs> yeah. Ginger cat. It's your turn. <laughs> All right, I will go. So I have my standard goals for this week, which is crossing and the journal. I now have a good guitar to practice on, so Ooh. I will start practicing daily 30 minutes between five to seven days. Sweet. Um, and then because I've done my budget, I am going to start my four weeks of tracking my spending again to reel that in. So for four weeks, this will be week one. Did you guys know, I found out, for those of you who have iPhones, that in your notes app, you can create a table. No. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Of course I do this. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do it. Um, and so I was able to create 
the table for this tracking rather than downloading a whole other freaking app to put on my phone. Um, so, yes, I will be tracking through that. I promise my life to all of you that I will print my planner this week. <laughs> all of you. Okay. We're going to hold you to yeah. that. Yeah. And if you don't, what she do you... She made her own planner, so that's what she What do you have to bring to us next week if you don't? My planner. <laughs> no, if you don't bring the planner. No, if Okay. I started out loving this thing, but I hate it right now, so... <laughs> um, I'll bring the struts snacks next week. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Okay, so that is a big one. Is my planner, okay. and then I'm adding lifting weights to my routine. So. Oh, okay. I like it. And Steph. Okay, so now that I'm back <laughs> into my consistency of going to the gym every day, um, so my goal for this week is to run 15 miles this week to do four of my intervals. I have a lot of reimbursements. Do you guys hate reimbursements? <laughs> I just have a pile from months ago, so I need to get those submitted this week. Um, and then the other thing is, with the end of January, I need to look at, okay, where am I at with my monthly goals and this quarter goal and sort of reevaluate that. So those are the things that I'm looking at this week. So for me, um, going back to my daily uh, routines, pray, journal, scripture read, and then also I, I need to come uh, get up to date with Come Follow Me. Mm. Um, I'm slack two weeks, so do that. I want to go dancing this week um, and then order my new garment bags, order new tags for my clothing, and then I wanted to swim laps this week and then also uh, finish my books for last year. Your book, like your counting books? Yep. Okay. It's sounds a lot of goals. Like, yeah, sounds like yeah. a fun week. And I will be drinking a lot of Red Bull. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my goal is, is to drink goal? two Red Bulls a day and yeah. not have a heart attack. Exactly. <laughs> no. What are your goals for the week? Not so to put I, you on the spot. I have three predominant ones. Mm -hmm. Not eat red meat this week. Uh, pray every day. And then get the strut snack labels done. Nice. Oh, nice. Are you it. designing them? Someone else is designing them. Uh, actually, my my buddy and the the vegans, my buddy yeah. and his wife, they designed the logo for me. Cool. And it's it's pretty cool. And I honestly, is I should have wore. Rooster? What was that? Is it the rooster? I, I changed it actually. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I have it on my. Oh, room. roosters do strut. <laughs> that's that's a good show point. You. Oh, is yeah. It? Show us. Yeah. Yeah. Is I it the guy that you showed me? Yeah. Okay. Do yeah. you, you have it on your phone right now? Because mine's turned off. Hold on. Mayor, what do, what do you love, Mayor? I was going to say, I love that they're known as the vegan. Like, their last names are the vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mr. Mr. Well, I don't, even, I don't know if they want their names. <laughs> right. or, <laughs> uh, so. Okay. Hold um, on, guys. And I've been cooking with a lot of chickpeas lately. They're a good sub, um, substitute for red meat. Oh, that's cool. Sweet. So, Have you I found good recipes? Yeah, I made a curry and I have made a chili. With oh. Chilies, so. And Mama Shul just gave you a recipe. With the lentils. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that will probably be my February goal is to switch up my legume. Oh, yeah, try a different kind. This week I am going to try and roast my chickpeas. That's not on my list of goals, but I'm going to 
gonna try and roast them so they're a little more crunchy. Uh huh. Kind of like instead of a cracker. But anyways, back to Seth and his goals. So, <laughs> suggestions for cutting out your red meat. Uh, Chickpeas. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Seth. So now that we talked about goals and everything, is there a goal that you would like us to follow up on you? Well, I mean, essentially, I gave you the goals for this week. I haven't, um, I haven't come up with like a sales goal. So it depends on it depends on when you're going to follow up with me, and maybe be more specific because there's let's say a month. Okay. Um, I hope. I mean, this week I'm going to get those labels done. Um, honestly, I haven't created like a money goal for the strut snacks yet. Okay. So my labels for sure will be done at that point. I just don't know how many sells. I haven't sat down and come up with like a sells figure or how many people. Here's a goal though. It just comes to my mind. What about this? What if in a month from now, regardless of sells or money, because I'm going to be dumping money into it to begin with. I'm still mm-hmm. in that phase right now. Right. Uh, promoting it. So what if at that point I have um, given a professional sample to at least a hundred different people? Okay. So labels and samples to a hundred people. Yep. Professional, like a professional bag and sample to at least a hundred people. Cool. We will be following up with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for tuning in this week where we dream big, start small, and act daily. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. You don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs) Thank you.